I'm Jordan. We have Who's Meech and we have Voss, and we're going to do a special episode on impeachment today. Um, so, yeah, we want to get into what's been going on with impeachment, what we think about it, and um, how we think it's going to play out because there's been some new, new uh, things that have happened even just this week. So, yes, indeed. Yes, what's up, what you guys, guys? Think about it just to start you, off with. How are you guys doing this week? You guys good? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, doing good, doing good. Just, you know, I'm I'm wondering if you know what word we're gonna get, you know, when the Senate comes, if it's just gonna, you know, be what I think it is. Uh, but have any of y'all ever thought like, yo, what if he actually gets impeached? <laughs> like, like, like you mean like removed? Like removed, like for real, for real. Yeah, then I guess it's Mike Pence for president. I don't know if they really I, want that. I know. Um, I've yeah. heard people say like, um, somebody said if Trump resigns then Mike Pence can become president. Mike Pence can appoint President Trump as vice president. <laughs> right. Step down. President Trump right. can become president again. Yeah, right. Trump 2020 right. still. Let's get it. Right. For real, though. Yeah, oh. man. So, 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 Jordan, so people, okay, I, I guess I'll, let, me, let me start, I'll say, with what I hear when I have the impeachment discussion. I talk to people and they say, that's it. He's impeached. He obviously colluded with foreign government people still believe the russia hoax and they say it's obvious that uh he was trying to abuse his power to influence a foreign government to affect the outcome of the elections concerning his political rival what is, what are your thoughts on that and how do you respond to that well i think it's important to kind of like back up so people understand what's going on a little bit here so okay, sure essentially like the day after the russia investigation like, or the day after Mueller testified before Congress and basically Russia collusion fell apart, President Trump had a phone call with the president of Ukraine, which I suggest everyone read the transcript of the call for yourself. That is like right. step one, because there's a lot of people talking about impeachment who have not even like read the transcript of the call. True. True. And um, so I think that's step one. So he's talking to the president of Ukraine. And he's basically congratulating him on becoming president of Ukraine. This guy, President Zelensky, he ran on a platform of combating corruption because Ukraine mm -hmm. is notoriously corrupt as like yes. one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Mm -hmm. And so this guy gets elected sort of like Donald Trump, like I'm going to drain the swamp and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so they're talking on the phone call and, you know, the president of Ukraine um, brings up the talk of corruption. And President right. Trump basically says to him, you know, our country's been through a lot in the last couple of years. And you guys know about that. And he said, will you do us a favor and look into some of this stuff? And so right. he's talking about the fact of the whole Russia hoax. He wants him to kind of look into that because Ukraine has some, some interesting involvement in this as well. As yep. Ukraine um, kind of interfering in our election in 2016, which the Democrats don't want to talk about that at all. But right, that, for sure. that, that definitely happened. So he said, can you look into that? And then he also brings up Joe Biden. And so people have like really honed in on that, that President Trump is asking President Zelensky to investigate Biden mm. on his personal behalf to help him, which would essentially help him in the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. But we already know like, 
President Trump doesn't need help to beat Joe Biden in 2020. I mean, like, mm-hmm. look at the size of their rallies, you know, like. Look at Joe Biden failing every city he gets in. Like, yeah. You know, another thing I found interesting, too, is before I had a chance to read the transcript, um, I saw, I saw that the way people were connecting it, there, were like, there was like a big part of the conversation they were skipping in terms of how they wove it together. They say, they, they tell you the, can you do us a favor? And then there's like some quote about Biden. He didn't even start off talking about Biden at all. He started no. off asking about uh, CrowdStrike and all this kind of stuff, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. CrowdStrike, he's asking about CrowdStrike because CrowdStrike was the company that basically looked at the Democrat, Dem- Democratic National Convention's servers that were hacked, and right. they ruled that Russia did it. But interestingly enough, the FBI never double-checked that. They just took CrowdStrike's word for it, never Mm. did their own investigation. So we're trusting this company, CrowdStrike, that says, oh, Russia definitely hacked the DNC. But I think more info will come out about that. But um, that's kind of separate. But so like the the Democrats, you know, they said they have this whistleblower come forward. Right. And the whistleblower is this guy that we're not supposed to talk about him and say his name, but like everybody knows he was an employee in Obama's administration. He yep. worked with Joe Biden on the yep. Ukraine um, issues. He's traveled with Joe Biden. He's been a guest of Joe Biden at galas. Yep. And this guy says, you know, he, he, releases basically this this letter of i heard from people that president trump was threat threatening the president of ukraine on a phone call and that's mm-hmm. how it all got started right right and so um how do you think do you think that either of you do you guys think that the president was out of bounds in any way in asking about the corruption at all of joe biden given the fact that it's his political rival even though what he asked about is what Joe Biden actually said he did. And, uh, and so, so there's two narratives on the side of, of, of Joe Biden. There's a couple of things, but I want to get you guys thoughts. One thought is, um, you know, the president of the, the, the prosecutor was actually corrupt. Joe Biden said, get rid of the prosecutor. I'm leaving in about six hours. If you don't do it, you're not getting the billions of dollars. And, you know, the prosecutor gets fired. Now, what's, what, what is you guys' understanding of that situation? Was that prosecutor actually um, investigating Burisma, the company that Hunter Biden was actually working with? Um, what are your thoughts? Well, what I would say is there's some interesting um, reporting coming out of Ukraine right now as far as this whole Ukraine situation. Mm. And the prosecutor so that people know, the prosecutor was looking into the company called Burisma, which is a natural gas company in Ukraine, where Hunter Biden sat on the board after mm-hmm. he had been um, kicked out of the Navy for mm-hmm. drug, drug abuse. Smoking so crack. Like, right. I, 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 <laughs> I was trying to be a little nicer about it. but <laughs> hey. trying to be a little bit, a little decorum, a <laughs> little PC. Right, so he he smells, as Navy. they say, where I come from. He was smoking crack, right. <laughs> yeah. He was, he has some issues and he happens to find himself on the board of the most corrupt natural gas company in Ukraine, getting paid upwards of $80,000 a month. Right. Doesn't speak the language, no experience in energy whatsoever. Nothing that would qualify him at all. Even though board people, people do get on boards because of influence though. 
you don't sure. necessarily have to have expertise in the field of the board that you're on. Sure. But then Joe Biden, he's bragging on camera and he says, I went mm -hmm. to Ukraine and I told them, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting a billion dollars of U.S. Right. aid. And he said, what do you know? He got fired. And he's laughing right. about it. So right. w when the Democrats are talking about President Trump committed a quid pro quo or bribery to get Ukraine to investigate Biden or, you know, they're not going to get aid from us. Joe Biden actually committed like a real quid pro quo, like fire the prosecutor, <laughs> right? Get money. Don't Straight. you don't. You know what I'm saying? Straight. They're, they're literally like literally accusing President Trump of what Joe Biden actually did, did out in the open. Yep. Yeah. But like we don't want to talk about that. We but we want to impeach the president for what we assume was his intention on a phone call that we can yeah. all read the transcript for. It's, it's, it's all, it comes from the, you know, not my president, not being able to cope with the fact that Donald Trump is uh, the president of the United States. And it's just from one thing to the next is wasting our tax dollars. Mm -hmm. When the Senate comes out, you know, most of us, we, we understand it. It's not going to pass. It's just a waste of time. But the thing is, when you compare both situations, again, it is obvious that what Joe Biden did was actually what they're accusing President Trump for doing. And yeah, but one quite thing, literally. Quite literally. But one thing I do want to say is like, when you look at it, okay, because, you know, we talk to a lot of people, you know, Grow the Heck Up, shout out to Grow the Heck Up that has opened up a platform for a lot of people to Salute. speak and talk. If you're not in the Telegram group, the Telegram group of Grow the Heck Up, join, and that's on the Telegram app. But we talk in there and some people that, you know, lean right, lean left, like the way that you're going to look at Trump, already how you view him, is kind of kind is going to kind of you know coincide to how you see this but when you look at it intent to me matters and that's sitting right. on both sides because now you know with me being in law enforcement you know i'm going through a, a bunch of these classes you know through the mm -hmm. academy we're talking about you know penal law and all these things intent mm -hmm. actually matters in the court of law you know right, it for sure. lower or raises you know degrees of you know of convictions or whatever so mm -hmm. my thing is, if if you take Trump, Trump, <laughs> Trump is smarter than a lot of people. Uh, people always think that they underestimate Trump's smarts. They he, absolutely do. Absolutely, all the time. But Trump knows that Joe Biden is no threat to his presidency. I mean, I you know I hear some Democrats talking about you know Joe Biden this, Joe Biden that, but you know we're looking at his videos. He could barely talk at times. Yeah, Obama doesn't, doesn't back him. Like he is yeah, a lot you know, going against him. Yeah. You know, and I think Trump knows that. So why would Trump even have to do that? I believe looking at the the um, the, the tape, the recording, and reading the transcripts, you can try to read in that. But to me, it kind of doesn't make it any sense. I don't think that Trump at all intended to do, you know, what the Democrats are are claiming that he did. Because he doesn't have but, to. But they changed, they changed what they said he did, though. Right. At first well, they said they, they were using phrases like clear bribery, clear quid pro quo. And they were just saying this was so obvious. It was so obvious. And then when the impeachment articles get put forth, I think there was two of them, right? Yeah. Bribery mm -hmm. and quid pro quo is not on there at it's all. It's not on there. Yep. It's not at on there. All. They what weren't happened? able to prove that case because right. every witness that they called in their hearings were for the most part hearsay like witnesses who weren't actually on the phone call but there was a few that actually heard the phone call themselves and they asked them did you see any bribery did you hear any quid pro quo 
you know, was there any evidence that President Trump was strong arming them? And all the witnesses were like, no. In fact, the one who actually spoke to President Trump himself, he said, President Trump told him, I want nothing. I want Mm -hmm. no quid pro quo. Tell President Zelensky to do the right thing as far as looking into corruption. Mm -hmm. That was was Sondland, correct? Sondland. I think it was Sondland, like the very last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, that's another reason why a lot of people are just kind of over it, like because we saw how the Democrats did the process in the House of Representatives, where they, no Republicans were allowed to call any witnesses. Um, when they brought they did the it in Constitution- the basement of the Capitol and all this kind of crazy yeah, stuff. They, yeah, the first two weeks of the whole impeachment thing were done in the basement of the Capitol. No one knew what was going on, and they're selectively leaking it out by Adam Schiff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, when they finally get some constitutional lawyers in there, the Democrats call constitutional lawyers who have donated hundreds of thousands to Democrats. Right. And yep. one they of brought them, that up. I the, saw. Yeah. One of them was like this lady who she's like, you know, I can't even walk in front of Trump buildings. I have to cross the street. Yeah. She was yeah, putting all of that out. She has all this rhetoric about, you know, anti-white, anti-male stuff. She's shouting on stage and whatnot. Just looks a little bit off center to me. Yeah, like these are these are your like unbiased lawyers who are going to give right. their opinion on if Trump should be impeached. I think that's why, you know, by the time impeachment came around and we knew the House was going to pass it, even though they passed two articles that are kind of bogus, abuse of power right. and um, obstruction of Congress, you know, everyone just sort of like shrugs like, OK, mm-hmm. like and and even the obstruction of Congress, like. The president, that's the checks and balances. The president has a right to not show up and then the court has the right to, has the role of deciding who's right. This is not the first time that a president has resisted. Absolutely. Um, or people of his cabinet have resisted. And then the court, that, that's the checks and balances. You can't just say, hey, come here. Just like they can refuse the president and then it'll go to a court um, to decide what the outcome should be. But the, the, the mainstream media is on record as trying to impeach Trump, talking about getting him impeached hours after he got elected, like hours. Right. Yeah, literally. And, and literally, you don't have anything at that point uh, other than, you know, conjuring some type of, you know, collusion or whatever. It's just, yeah. it's an insult to, my, to a lot of people's intellect and time. And like I said, it's a waste of our tax dollars. I'm really serious about that. I, I used to didn't really, you know, get too much into stuff like that. But then again, you know, when you really think about it, we have to pay for this. We're yeah. putting in the work and the time to pay for a sham like this and nothing's gonna come of it. And you see the Democrats, they're celebrating. It honestly looks sad to me. I don't even laugh anymore. I don't laugh anymore. I, it looks sad to me. Did y'all see them celebrating? Um, well, what I saw was Nancy Pelosi came out in all black like a funeral, <laughs> like, like, like little Kim dressed in all black like the omen. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then she she announced the uh, impeachment and somebody started like cheering. She was like, yeah, <laughs> like telling them to cut it out or whatever. Like, no, we got to keep this moment somber. So 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 Jordan, um, a lot of people connect this to the Russian hoax. And uh, I, I think not that it's new, but I really feel like people are, you know, Trump called the Democrats dirty cops. I do think people are trying to play the role of the the self-righteous dirty cop in that they believe he's guilty of so much that they, do, they don't seem to have problems bending the law and the truth when it suits them because it looks like they believe the ends justify the means. Like, oh, he's guilty on so much, it doesn't matter what we catch him on or to what degree. Um, what, what do you say, either of you, um, but I know, Jordan, you do a lot of digging on this. You put me onto a lot of sources and resources. What do you say to people who still believe that, that Russia 
interfered? How does the Ukraine thing stack up? Where does this, is there any intersection there? You know, what's up with this guy, Christopher Steele, the Steele dossier, people keep hearing about that. Um, you know, we hear about FISA abuse from the FBI. Um, you know, I didn't really know how the FISA court worked until this process began. Uh, yeah, wh what are your thoughts on that, either of you? Well, I think we probably should do like an episode just on FISA abuse and Russia collusion and that kind of stuff, because there's mm. so much. I think there's like the biggest scandal in American history is going so like under the surface, most people don't even know about it. And it's the mm. fact that Obama authorized his FBI to spy on candidate Trump's presidential campaign. And mm -hmm. that spying continued at least six months after President Trump right. was in office. And so this stuff is like crazy and no one's really talking about it. Well, you're definitely not gonna hear about it on CNN, MSNBC mm. and all of that. Um, Russia collusion, obviously they, you know, they had Mueller, he did this like two year investigation and cost like 35, $40 million. At yep. the end of it, it said no collusion, no, no collusion, nothing. So it's like, and, and, and what was, what was a lot of this based on? What was, you know, for our audience members who, who may not be as familiar, what was the catalyst? What was the strong catalyst for the beginning of this investigation? Um, and what, what was behind it? If you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the steel dossier. Yeah. And, and all of that going on with Fusion GPS um, and and the dossier being a, a DNC funded um, Intel document. Yeah. So the Steele dossier was basically an opposition research um, packet of information put together by a British spy named Christopher Steele paid for um, or who worked for a company called Fusion GPS, who was paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC to basically, you know, fund this opposition research. And it was full of all this like crazy stuff, like, you know, Trump was peeing on strippers in Moscow and stuff like that, right? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, if you remember that, that was like actual <laughs> stuff that they were reporting right. two years ago. <laughs> right. And then, and then Comey, and then Comey, who has proven that he's a fraud on a lot of levels, I watched him years ago, like, I don't know. I don't know if the president was in Moscow peeing on prostitutes. I, I just don't know. Right. He was just all somber. Now it's revealed that they all knew that the document wasn't credible and that intelligence agencies had warned them of such. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I would say like if anyone has, you know, if they missed the whole inspector general's report and the inspector right. general Michael Horowitz, who his job is to audit the agencies, the intelligence commu community mm -hmm. like the FBI, he just produced a report uh, it's like 500 pages on how the FBI misled the FISA court, which is a court that is a, it's a secret court established to authorize when we can spy on American citizens, because mm -hmm. generally you're not allowed to do that. But you right. can, if you have reason to believe that they're an agent for another country or working mm -hmm. against their own government. And so right. our FBI, knowing that this steel dossier was junk, took right. it as one of their main things that they use to be yeah. able to get spy warrants on multiple people in Trump's campaign. And the inspector mm. general just came out and said that the Steele dossier was like, you know, it was known to be just like, mm -hmm. it was trash. And, they and, and, it was, and it was also the tipping point that actually uh, justified the warrants. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so 
you know, his, uh, Michael Horowitz, who testified before Congress last week, kind of the same time as this whole impeachment thing, he basically said, like, this is, um, this is a really huge indictment on the FBI, FBI because it went to the highest ranks. James Comey and others knew about this. And so there is a criminal investigation running side by side with this, which is led by attorney John Durham out of Connecticut. And mm -hmm. I believe there will be criminal indictments that'll come out maybe spring, summer that will be against high level people in oh. the FBI and potentially Obama's administration for wow. what they've done to spy on the campaign and to frame him as a Russian agent, which has followed him for three years now. So, so the president is being impeached for what abuse of power and what obstructing Congress? Correct. Right. And so you dropped a list in our chat about uh, an abuse of power, abuse of power examples by former presidents, some highlights. Would you like to read some of those or you, or you want me to do it? Go for it. Okay. Abuse of power examples by former presidents. Uh, after Pearl Harbor, President Franklin Roosevelt presided over the internment uh, camps of 120,000 Japanese Americans. President Harry Truman used the FBI to collect inside information on journalists publishing plans. Journalists publishing plans. Uh, President John F. Kennedy ordered the assassination of at least one foreign leader and used the FBI to wiretap members of the executive and legislative branches while his brother, Attorney General Robert Kennedy, spied on the private life of civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. Lyndon Johnson used the FBI to conduct political investigations of his critics in the Senate, among other targets. President Obama authorized his FBI to spy on a political campaign. You know, man, I do believe Obama uh, received a lot of uh, undue hate. And like I said, like, you know, the things people criticized Trump for at first, they weren't the same things I had. So there is some respect I have for what Barack Obama means to black people as a community, given the history and everything else. And I do have some respect for that. And it kind of makes me talk a little bit more softly, even though I'm committed to telling the truth, even layered with the fact that when I speak about leaders and positions that I don't have to be in, I still try to be a little bit, you know, considerate of, of that. Now, that being said, um, Obama's implicated in all of this. Yep. Do you, do you guys think that more of that will come out as time goes on? Um, I don't, honestly, I don't think so. Um, it just seems like, That's interesting. yeah, it just seems like, um, Obama has this, uh, this kind of thing on lock, man. He has the media. <laughs> his hands. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, Obama is like, I mean, he's voted, what, isn't he voted like the, the best president of our time or something like that? Obama's you know? like uncriticizable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And maybe a lot of it comes from the fact that, you know, I don't know, he's black. So, you know, being black, you're untouchable these days. You know, a lot of people, they don't <laughs> like right. to, you know, right. black, black privilege, but that's a whole nother right. episode. We probably concentrate on that. But anyway, um, right. I don't think it will come out because um, Obama has, um, you know, so much in his favor when it comes to these media outlets and you need the media, like, look at all the things that's been painted, painted against Trump. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's crazy because he still succeeds and he, he still won. And um, what we believe is going to, you know, crush um, 2020 as well. But, yeah. you know, the media has such a presence in, you know, helping people or assisting them, you know, to think a certain way. And as this long as true. the media continues to hold Obama in a light that he 
that he that he's in of you know precious and righteous and you know untouchable, then I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Even though the facts are there. Where, where's your bet, Jordan? Where do you see Obama's legacy ending up after it's all said and done? Um, it's hard to say, but if I was going to bet, I would think that information is going to come out about President Obama and his administration that will really darken his legacy. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think we'll see um, some of that when this criminal investigation of John Durham wraps up, which mm. the attorney general says it should wrap up in spring or summer. And it is a criminal investigation, which means there are, you know, criminal charges that they're looking at for people. And, mm. you know, at the end of the day, um, if you followed the text messages between Lisa Page and Peter Strzok, which were two mm-hmm. FBI agents, you can read their texts and they said, Obama wants to know everything we're doing. And so, I mean, the fact is it goes to the very top. Um, And so if we are going to trust that President Trump was elected to drain the swamp and root out corruption, then I think we have to see people prosecuted. That's the only Mm -hmm. way back to people Mm -hmm. trusting in our institutions and believing that it's not just a two-tiered justice system, which we Mm. know it has been for so many years. Right, right. There, There has to be a level of accountability that would boost people's faith again, because it's really not enough to know anymore, because we're at a point where we know tons of things about tons of figures now. You know what I'm saying? There are people who were cool with Jeffrey Epstein rode on the plane and all that. We know it was girls on there. They're not, I mean, I know this, it's not over yet, but we are at a point where it isn't enough to know anymore. If there's not accountability, I don't think that people will have that restored faith and hope that any kind of uh, justice for those in power is possible. But I mean, if you look at like, look at all the stuff that's going on with Trump, look at all of the good things that we may have been talking about and things that you see that people know Trump is doing that as well as a mm-hmm. president. And yet he is still smeared on the daily and you have people that will literally just, I continue to believe this about Trump because that's what they want mm-hmm. to, they want to believe. So that's why I just feel like, and not to just, you know, be so nonchalant about it or whatever, but I'm not sure how much of it really matters like i know people that no matter what they will continue to hate trump no matter what it does (laughs) not matter what he does he just what what was the thing what was the latest thing he just did he just had a very strong week in the midst of this impeachment garbage i think stock market Um, broke another record yeah you know Um, what what was the mca passed something um black colleges um just gave more money to black colleges him and um ted cruz signed a bill trying to get some legislation passed to increase school choice which greatly affects yep. minority and, and children in poverty and stuff like that yep a lot yep. of good stuff it goes to show though like i don't know you know who you guys may be around all the time but uh, the great majority of the people that i know is still the same thing they still just parrot what they hear on cnn and all of the large media outlets it does not matter. So in that regard, I'm just saying for Obama, I would hope that some strong accusations, indictments, those type of things have to come out because if they don't, just the truth that we tell people won't be enough for them to change their mind on um, on the great Obama. And I hmm. think um, that's probably one reason why a Senate trial for impeachment is so important 
because if we haven't, if, you know, after the House has passed articles of impeachment, it needs to go to the Senate, where senators basically act as the jury and decide if he's going to be guilty, not guilty, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so in a Senate trial, finally, Republicans can call witnesses like Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the whistleblower, and we can hear mm. from their mouths, you know, what they have been doing. And they can either tell the truth or they can perjure themselves in front of the nation. So, mm. you know, that that may be one way forward. But that also could be one reason why Nancy Pelosi is holding up the articles of impeachment. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want the Senate trial to go forward. Um, it's It's interesting. But I think that, you know, more will come out in the coming days. I believe that. I believe that as well. I believe that as well. And I believe that that's what some of them are fighting to protect. Because even those who aren't dirty, they know that this is the stuff that's been going on. Listen, like I said, Trump's Trump, a lot of Trump's dirt is personal. And we've seen a lot of it. Yeah. These people are not used to having to fight in the mud down here with us regular folk. Yeah. Um, but Trump, is, listen, man, Trump is a billionaire, successful. Uh, but Trump's disposition and approach to life seems more ordinary people than people really give him credit for. When you watch Trump interact, and whether he's talking on a television show, interacting with, with an audience, there's always been like a sincere down-to-earthness that people appreciate about him. Mike Tyson said he's voting for Trump. Mike Tyson said Trump never did anything racist that I know of. And he said that why, he said, I don't know anyone that would have shook my hand and said I was a good guy while they were running for president, given everything that I've done. And Trump did that. He came out and said, nah, Mike Tyson is a good guy. All of these black people who are actually close to him, not just hung with him and took a picture, the black people who hang with him, they don't have these things to say that the media tries to paint him as. Mm. And so, so before we go, if you guys want, I think it might be a good idea to get into what Christianity Today said. Right. A magazine founded right. by Billy Graham, Christianity Today, Christianity Today took a lot of shots at Trump's character and, and took, a, took shots at Christians that support him yeah. and also said that he should be removed and impeached. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, who, are they gonna, who, who, does, who do they think he should be replaced with is my question. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, being slammed for his quote-unquote moral failures, and I'm just like, well, then who fits the bill? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, okay, so Obama deserves to be there you know, Christianity today, even though Obama was the first, you know, one to put, you know, males in the girls' bathrooms, you know what I'm saying? And, mm. and you know, is that more acceptable for the Oval Office? I just, you know, for me, it's like, it's hypocritical, to be honest. You know, I've never seen, you know, this type of um, slamming of Christians for a support of a president. And, and, it, and people... It's like if you can't read by now or if you can't see it by now, maybe you never will. Do we have to say one more time that the other side wants to kill babies, tap the mom on the shoulder? Do you want this baby, yes or no, while she's about to give labor and kill it? Okay. Trump is clearly the most pro-life president of all time. Clearly. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't understand why Christians are rocking with this. Nobody, I mean, of course, there's going to be some people that like, you know, have memes about, you know, Trump and Jesus together, you know, stuff like that. You know, I I don't get into that stuff, you know, but for me, it's obvious why Christians are standing behind 
um, a stand-up man that Trump is because honestly, I'm gonna put even myself on the record to say Trump is a stand-up dude. There's not a lot of ambiguity when you see this man and what you mm -hmm. know about him. He's taking punches. He's a man's man, and he's doing what he got to do. So mm -hmm. you know. So in, in fairness, what do you guys think about? There was a time we weren't. You know, I don't know if we were involved in politics as much, but there we were way younger. But there was a time when the religious right, conservatives, Republicans were on this, your moral life matters tip. Now they say, but here's where even that's a little bit weak, but I still want to know what you guys think. They say, look at how Clinton was treated. Um, but Clinton also did what he did in, in office. The, oh, oh, and oh, it wasn't oh. for his personal character of his action per se. It was because he lied under oath. Well, and Clinton also had 11 felonies that, you know, he was starting out with. Trump has zero. Um, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't really know that. <laughs> that's Jordan, that's kind Jordan, of a big difference. Jordan always got the inside information. Dang, I didn't even know that. God. Yeah, me neither. I, um, I didn't even know that. that was. I mean, he was ultimately impeached on um, perjuring himself. But right. it started out with several crimes that they were looking at into him. Whereas wow. Trump is the first president in, you know, American yeah. history be impeached without a crime without a crime yep. without a crime and very weak arguments and i've just felt like the christianity today article was a disappointment um as christians we're supposed to be able to receive you know insight from god on what he's doing in the earth and to me it just seems like they're completely missing the point of Trump's presidency and mm -hmm. they're focusing on the external flaws that they see in him and his tweets and stuff and missing mm -hmm. the implications of what his presidency is accomplishing for, you know, righteous causes. And so mm -hmm. I just, I was disappointed and I just thought, and it, it seemed to me too, they really misrepresented how the impeachment had been you know right they, they yeah they really act like it was so solidified and it's really yeah, not all of that like that was trash to me yeah so i was like that article was trash but then you had 200 200 christian leaders come out and say we disagree mm -hmm. and you know the shout, lot of the gen shout out the gentis in franklin i think his article was the best um i'll see if i can find it while we're talking um, liked, but you, you, you go, ahead, go on i'm sorry oh, i liked his as well and I liked another guy named Praying Medic. His name is Dave, but he goes by Praying Medic. He's a Christian okay. paramedic, but he wrote a good article and he basically said Trump stepped in to, he inherited like so much um, depravity and corruption and step by step he has gone through to really drain the swamp and expose to the American mm. people what Great has news. been going on. And I feel like, um, Christians are missing the greater context of where our nation was heading and mm -hmm. the reprieve it seems like God has granted to us through the Trump presidency to potentially slow down some of these barreling toward destruction type stuff. Mm. And wow. um, I just think Christians really need to take that into consideration because if you don't want Trump, then, you know, is Christianity today going to be um are they gonna vote for warren are they supporting <laughs> one of these democrats like who's gonna be better you know that 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 bothers me too because me. Pe people don't like trump's disposition and some of his actions fair but it's almost like these i, I guess we can call them like wicked civilized immoral position there you go positions I like that. very very wicked but they're carried in society like yeah. they're just regular ideas, like it's just yeah. a stimulus bill or something yeah. like that. No, yeah. like you're trying to legislate murder. You're trying yeah. to recreate 
human nature. Boys yeah. and girls, fe- males and females. Jesus said in the beginning, he created them male and female. Yeah, period. Jesus tells us how many genders there are. These people are like, oh, no, there's 100 now. Let's start teaching that in school. I don't care what kind of bow you put on that pile of crap. And I feel like people who hold those views, which are, I don't care what nobody say, that's extreme. Yeah. This new idea that Christians used to be the ones who were like so-called maligned for like denying science with the existence of God and creationism and all of that. We're now denying basic biology and science that all of humanity has always known was true. And so, yeah, I resent that quite a bit that the criticisms that get leveled against Trump, especially from the Christian perspective, you know, seems to be from people who ignore these totally immoral, depraved positions like legislating abortion while a woman is dilated. Yeah. That means that, for those of you who don't know, folks, that means while the baby's coming out. Yeah. While the exit, <laughs> while the exit is parting. Yeah. Right? If the mother um, uh, so and, needs, and, you know, feels like she needs to, a kid can be killed at that level. I, I just think that, you know, so it's, it's hard for me to, I understand the criticism of some of what people level against Trump. It's just hard to respect when people stand by these people who hold these other um, depraved positions. Exactly. Um, and like their position is very clear. You know, they asked Bernie in an interview and you can look it up if you don't believe me. You know, should, you know, a mother abort their child based on their gender? Just like, yo, I wanted a boy, but I'm having a girl, so I want to kill it. Bernie still said that's between the mother and the blah, blah, blah. Trump would have been like, nah, don't do that. Because Trump is a pro-life president. That's what he is. And people have to understand that Christians are, they're, they're not all bunched into one. There's a lot of people who do not appreciate Trump's tweets. You know, we've in the Grow the Heck Up chat have talked about it. I've got on there a lot of times like, yo, I don't like this about Trump. I can't believe he's saying this. I don't like Mm -hmm. the disposition of this. But at the same time, it's not that I'm looking past it. It's just that when you take Trump as a package, that's what it comes with. But when Mm -hmm. you want to take Obama as a package or you want to take Hillary as a package or anybody on the other side, it's coming at a package. So Mm -hmm. they can be the most dignified human being who has ever existed, which Obama's dignifiedness, if you will, for lack of a better word or non-word, is top-notch, but it's mm-hmm. values. Christians mm-hmm. are aligning or trying to align based on what they understand between the two parties and the party's values, and they're choosing to rock with Trump. If you cannot understand that, if you cannot understand that, then a lot of times I can't have a real conversation with you about politics, just to be honest, and that's, that's how I look at that. Hmm. What do we think? Final words? Oh, I, well, here, here are my final words. Democrats are the ops. That's my, those are my final words. The ops. For real. My final words are Trump's still going to be your president in 2020 and probably all the way through 2024. Yeah, did you? Yeah, they, they're, talking about, they're talking about Junior running in 2024. Hi. Okay. Listen, we'll my see. Final, my final words are if you don't have Trump, You got Pence, and I rock with Pence, too, so let's get it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jordan, take us out of here, man. Well, um, you know, we just wanted to talk about impeachment. There's so much going on. Uh, We got, you know, we got some stuff coming up. It is the Christmas season. So the House and the Senate are, you know, home enjoying their families. So we don't really know uh, when Nancy Pelosi is going to be sending those articles of impeachment over to the Senate or if she Mm -hmm. will. 
Um, mm -hmm. But you could, and some people argue, Trump is not officially impeached yet until those hit the Senate. So mm -hmm. that's, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. See, it seems like Nancy wants to hold the position of he's impeached for as long as she can. I, I don't know. It just doesn't, it just doesn't seem to make any sense at all. Yeah. But anyway, guys, let us know what you think. Leave a comment, share with your friends, and uh, we'll be back in a week or two with another episode for you. Right hook, left jaw. See you guys. Right hook, left jaw. Boom.